From the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, of course, I'm referring to Rick, a.k.a. the Brown Python Ben, a.k.a. Mexican Nostradamus, and myself, Benji, the Backwards Alphabet, here for another tremendous episode. I, unfortunately, am not on the program tonight, and I may be out uh, for a good while, just depending on what happens. I've got some personal business requiring my undivided attention, so I will keep you updated as to my status. Uh, but for now, you've got the two illustrious gentlemen that will take care of you and got some great topics to discuss. So shout out to Mike Tacklebox for the music. Let's get underway. Here to show you our opinion all night, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and once well, again. Of course, we want to talk, uh, thank my homeboy, Mike Tacklebox hey. for the wonderful music. That fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens. <laughs> As once again, you can let know this is what happens whenever our illustrious uh, partner, producer, and overall handler is not in the is not on the in show our, tonight. And our heterosexual life partner, exactly, Benjamin, Benjamin James is not here tonight. But you yeah. will be welcomed by the profusely and always correct Mexican Nostradamus and the lady killer, the brown python. So we got we got a bunch of fun topics tonight. Well, not really. You know what? I think. Tonight's more just like two, we got two, but there's so much show prep we did. That's what, that's what happens. We don't have budget, but we don't have any show prep. We just come up with two topics. Yeah. Our text, our text message thread just becomes degrading comments about each other. It's no longer politics. <laughs> it's like, Hey, fuck you. And no, fuck you. Beat me outside. Come on. <laughs> come on. Hey, he's fucking guy. He's always trying to, he's trying to take my woman. Um, But, um, but no, so we basically are pretty shitty, uh, but, but the two topics we have are pretty big, right? I mean, they're massive. This is really what's been going on the last couple, this last week. I mean, of course, well, we probably have three topics. We're probably going to also throw in a little bit of talk about the hurricane that, of course, has unfortunately battered uh, Louisiana. But to begin tonight, I think we're going to kind of start with something that's kind of close to home. And I think it's affecting everybody right now. Everybody. And that's everybody. And that's what's going on with COVID and mask. Now, not necessarily what your belief is, right? I mean, some people are going to believe one thing. Some people are going to believe other things, right? Some people are going to believe uh, science and common sense. And some people are going to go do and do whatever they want to. Um, but what I'm really just totally intrigued by is the, the phenomena behind the hatred of the mask, right? I mean, how many, how, many, yeah. how many YouTube videos have you seen people like literally kicking the shit out of each other over whether they're wearing a mask or not wearing a mask, right? I mean, put away whatever you think about wearing masks. How fucking is ridiculous is it that we're beating the piss shit out of each other and like starting all out shit, shit just because someone wants to wear something over their face or doesn't? I mean, how um, just, just amazing it's, is that? And it's usually the mask wearers that, that start shit. You know? Well, okay, okay. It I, is. I, I, because, I don't think so. I, I, that because I don't these guys, so. these guys who don't want to wear a mask go into Walmart. They just want to mind their own business, man. They want to go in there, buy their shit, and walk out before the kids start yelling. You know, and um, before the kids start and, yelling. <laughs> and you got, you, got, you got these Karens out there who are like, "Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Are you gonna wear a mask? Excuse me, sir. I'm like, mind your own fucking business." Hey, but, <laughs> but the, okay, right? I okay. agree. In the beginning, you, yes. In the beginning, no, that's how it was. No. In the beginning, I think it was very much like that. But now, I would say but, it's an equilateral 
parts of both you the assholes so? who wear and the assholes who don't wear. Yeah, man. Especially, well, I, I, I'm seeing it. I guess the aggression of the non-mask wearers now has hit a pretty good plateau. Don't get me wrong. The mask wearers are still pretty pissy also. And I'm in full disclosure. I wear a mask in public, right? I'm just, I, 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 I actually, to me, I think it's cleaner in a way. Like, Ugh. I don't want to breathe a lot. It's just, I mean, I live in North Texas. So if you saw some of these people on walk around, <laughs> you'd want to wear a fucking bubble around your body. But I will admit, though, I, I do what I do wear a mask when I walk into Bucky's on a Saturday well, afternoon. No shit. I, everyone yeah. should. You should also have a yeah. condom on, too. I yeah. mean, it's just I, agree I mean, with I, that. I, I don't think see, I think and I think of it in a, in a hygienic way, because if you look like in Asian countries, right. They wear masks all the fucking time and it does work. It, 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 is, it, is it going to block it? out? Yeah, it does. It does. It's a physical barrier, right? Whether something's in front or not, you have a fine mesh material in front of your mouth. Is it foolproof? If someone like sneezes on you that has COVID, are you going to get it? Well, yeah, but if, if but there's what? passing, if there's passing material, passing stuff like that, I don't think it's that I don't I think it'll actually help protect yourself because and this is antidotal, but I'll be straight up. I haven't had like I typically get some type of summer crud or, you know, some type of, uh, you know, flu thing. I haven't gotten sick since I've fucking worn that thing. Really? Well, you wear it properly. You see, when people yes, wear when, when the common man wears masks, common. OK, yeah, the commoner, you know, the, the, lay, the layman, the working man. Yeah, sounds the, like another elitist Republican. I love it. Not the nine to fivers, the five to niners, those guys. All right, the common man, my my people. Oh, now you were people. When they wear masks, <laughs> they they want to breathe. Okay, they want to breathe fresh air. So what do they do? They'll put on their mask and poke a little hole, you know, on top of their <laughs> nose or at the bottom, or they'll wear it upside down to have that airflow. And it doesn't matter. No one's wearing it correctly. So right. just take the fucking thing off, you know? Right, but well, no, but like, let's say if somebody, if if, if people could just accept something different, right? That that's really the big problem, is people are throwing the tantrums about wearing something in front of their face. Yeah, I'm just I'm baffled by it because, mm. and, and I'm just gonna it it, I'm just gonna be honest. I think the mask and the people can say, oh, well, COVID, you could get through it. Of course, anything can get through anything, right? That's mm-hmm. just reality. It's called cells i'm not cells atoms actually have space in between them so fuck dude everything something's gonna get through something but in the end i really think they're just as effective as vaccines are yes i do i do believe it i really do if you look okay look if you start seeing how effective the vaccines are becoming so you know how they started off and said they're 98 95 percent yeah well now they're you know the, the the talk of the boosters they're starting to show the year average and it's closer to 60 and 70% now. If you scale back, which um, I believe Pfizer and Moderna both had to kind of republish this information. They're in the seventies, which is still, Hey, to me, I still think quietly overinflated, but really you think vaccines are overinflated? Well, those are, yeah, because I don't think, okay. So look at the common, the, the, the flu vaccine that we use every year, right? This in the trivalent. I mean, now there's quadrivalent, you know, has yeah. four in there. They're, they're about 30, 35% effective. Hmm. Right. I mean, don't yeah. go wrong. The mRNA vaccines. Hey, 
new technology. They say they're, they, they, they produce more of a robust uh, immune system response. I, I, I call bullshit, but I don't think it does to that point. Right. I don't, I don't think yeah. you're going to get this immediate immunity. So I think that's different, but I think masks really play a part in, in helping with COVID. I really do. And I think, I think it's a big deal that people should, if, if you should tr- really, it's, it, if you have something in front of your face, it typically will block something from entering you. Yeah. You know but you're also breathing back all that bacteria in your mouth. Okay. Your mouth well, breather. Okay. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> if, if, but, but the reality is if we really wanted to solve COVID, we would just make all public, like all internal spaces, let them have negative air pressure. Right. That'd be cool. Well, think about it. Well, what do we use in our laminar hoods? Right. Negative air pressure. Yeah. It draws yeah. all the air, which way down upward. Well, no, no, it, 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 vertical up. hoods and vertical hoods. Yeah. Yeah. And vertical hoods, it goes up and out the building, but in a clean room, it usually pulls them down. Yeah, depends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, 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 it so, designs, yes, yes. But so for a it, large area. In a clean room, you have positive pressure. It pushes air out to the lower pressure. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's why you have the down. highest pressure in the clean room and the lowest pressure in the anti, and then yeah. you know you got room room temperature or your yeah. room pressure. Um, in a negative pressure, you're sucking air out. You're essentially in a small vacuum, right? It's sucking it out. But it pulls particles to the floor. Depending on where you yeah. where you depending put the on where you Exactly. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, let's say you walked into Dillard's, right? And they had a simple negative vacuum, not even a massive amount, but just enough pull to where you actually can pull air, you know what I'm saying? Causing the gradient. That's cool. What would that do to microscopic particles? They would be pulled down to the floor. And then of course you sanitize the floor as much as possible and clean through. I mean, there's, there's actual physical deterrence that would help. Or you can suck it up, you know, upward. And just, right, right. Well, it depends though. If it's a multi-story, a multi-story building, if you suck it up, it's just that would be fucking cool, though, man. Well, but you think got, about you it. You got a small negative pressure in each in each building. Yeah, be awesome. and then, now will it solve COVID? No, but it will reduce the amount of COVID particles in the air, which is the same thing the mask or does. any particles. Exactly. No, the mask doesn't do that. The mask retains all that breath. You all oh, that nasty geez. ass. Fried oh, chicken breath that you just ate stays Fried in your mask. Yeah, exactly. I know what you hey. eat. Yeah, babes, bro. Fuck yeah. You ever been there? You've never <laughs> no. been to babes chicken? Oh my God. It's this most ridiculous chicken. It's so fucking good. Anyways, go ahead. Fried chicken uh, is the bomb. Well, anyway, uh, you know, um, for a long time, I've been kind of advocating against the mandatory use of vaccines, right? right We've right, been right. talking about that. Yeah. Well, I went ahead and got the vaccine. <gasps> lizard Finally. person. You are such yes, a lizard Yes, I'm person. going to be a lizard person. Will you join now. us all worshiping our lizard master? <sighs> you know well, you here's, know. The, here's the reason. So You'll, You're despite... going to wake up at six and start sunbathing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people already call me a snake. But, <laughs> but anyway, this, despite the fact that I have a business and so forth, I do work as needed at a hospital here in Houston. Right. Um, only because... It's so hard to get a hospital job as a pharmacist here in Houston. That is, well, once you get it, you want to retain that as much as possible, no matter how minute right. your role is. But as of late, you know, I've been missing more shows. And the reason for that is because they call me to go work. And the reason they call me to go work is because they are inundated with COVID patients. Oh, yeah. At these hospitals. Oh, yeah. Um, the hospital that I work at is, is a massive hospital. And 
they've dedicated three floors to COVID patients. Oh my God. Think of these, think of, for the people who don't know what a, what a hospital here, the medical center looks like, think of your mall. Yeah. And then think of multi, multi stories. These are massive hospitals. This isn't your mom and pop, like, you know, regional bell flight hospital. That's like, it looks big, but it's really not. No, these are like massive sprawling complex that encompass like city blocks. It they're very large. They're very very large. large. And so think of that. And there's multi floors of this. So in, in working this hospital, because they, they really need the help, um, you know, I got to see a lot of the patients, at least COVID patients. And what I saw was ridiculous. Think it, it reminded me of um, that scene in the matrix where everyone's hooked up to a machine, <laughs> you know, and they're unconscious. Um, <laughs> Fuck, it's dude. like that dude, except, you know, you're, of course you're not in the matrix, but you're still hooked up to these, into these tubes. Oh, you're scary. not conscious. That's terrifying. Dude. When you said and, that, I just got a picture of that hive. Yes, dude, that's what it looks like. It looks like a hive. Everyone's plugged into these machines that's that's helping them breathe and keeping them alive. Terrifying. And in the in the pharmacy realm, um, you're dispensing medications that are normally reserved for a small population of people with pulmonary problems, and you're dispensing this like water, like candy. Right. Okay. Uh, Remdesivir. I mean, they make batches now. Batches of remdesivir. They make batches of 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 Flowlands. Um, and this stuff is not to be, I mean, I remember before COVID, we would have hardly seen this stuff. Yep. This is, and these are very expensive medications, extremely expensive. expensive. And so, you know, uh, I, you know, I talked to the doctors and, and I have to review charts and so forth to make sure everything's going right. And I figured out that most of these patients are not vaccinated. The majority of them are not. And that's, right. that's truth. Um, that's something that I've always played up as hype in the media, right? But it's true, guys. It really is. Uh, coming from the right wing person of this crew, it is. It is true. Most of the people who are hooked up to these matrix machines, um, <laughs> bro, bro, no, 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 no. The, oh, the vaccine, the vaccines took you over, bro. Next thing you know, you're gonna be wearing your Antifa T-shirt. You're gonna be. It's gonna be <laughs> fucking awesome. No, nah, man. It just. It was. It, it was eye opening. And then here's the thing. I'm still weary about the vaccine. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. Uh, no. But, any any normal person would be. Yeah, but I got it at the right time. Check it out. So right. I decided to get the vaccine once it was approved by the FDA. Right. Why? So I can sue the company if something bad happens. Nice. Well, number nice. one. Number two, uh, Harris County gave out 100 bucks to anyone who would take the vaccine. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, you fuck, man, I got 100 bucks. You cheap motherfucker. <laughs> God, <laughs> such a cheap bastard. That's, that's, that's enough money for me to take out my wife and my girlfriend, man. It's Dude, awesome. This, this fucking guy right here. Oh, my God. They, they throw you some money, and you're just rolling in it like a little puppy, like, yay. I'm like that crab guy from uh, SpongeBob. You know, he just wants money. Doesn't oh matter how much God. he has. It's just... You're, 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 <laughs> You're the Mexican Mr. Krabs. That's what you are. <laughs> You're senior so, Krabs. So yeah, I'm just saying this is the observation I saw working in the hospital. So I had to pick my poison. Right. Do well, I, I, a, I agree. I agree. You know, That's do I want to catch COVID and bring it home to my kids? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. you know, be intubated possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Even if there's a minute chance of that happening, that's not something I want to risk. Nope. Um, because you, you know, know, they say if you're going to get intubated, you're game over. Yeah. Yeah. The, so the, the codes are, are, are pretty much daily at these units. Yep. The, code, the, the code teams, you know, they end up going to these things. Um, so, uh, you know, 
I had to pick my poison, man. I had to. And so, but you know what though? Nobody coerced me into it. My, I didn't get, you know, government contracts didn't, didn't coerce me to it. Celebrities didn't do it. Twitter didn't do it. Neither did Instagram. I did it all by myself, looking at the research, looking at the pros and cons, and it was my decision. And this is what the way it should be for everybody. People should want to make their decision because the people who were in those units hooked up to these machines, they made their decision. And I respect their decision. It didn't turn out quite as well as I thought it would, or they would. <laughs> but that's the decision that they made. You see? And you right, got to respect freedom. that. But you had to it's respect freedom. Right. But you do have to respect freedom in that sense. But at the same time, yeah. um, you know, you people aren't allowed to smoke in an airplane, right? Yeah. Well, why? Because of the oxygen? No. No, 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 no. People were smoking in airplanes. Dude, I was as a child was on a flight where they smoke on on the airplane. What's about the oxygen? <laughs> I, I remember getting on a plane with an ashtray. I'm like, oh, exactly. Shit, is this thing safe? Dude, so <laughs> They don't let people smoke an airplane. Why? Secondhand smoke. Exactly, which is proven to be what? Dangerous. So the, the, the concept of getting a vaccine, right, as a mandatory thing, we mandatorily have to do several safety measures in order to protect other people, right? We have to all wear seatbelts. We have to all, um, you know, be... be you know, like I said, smoking cigarettes anywhere now has been banned in almost every restaurant. I mean, there's some bars and stuff, and there are a couple of restaurants that have a smoking section here and there, but for the most part, it's been banned. So, yeah, but, it's not but that's another form, but that's another form of where if something is going to endanger other people, you know, they're, they're making it mandatory. And just like you have mandatory, no smoking now on flights and, and other close aircraft. So, I, I think I see what I, I think I see what I, I understand. Like freedom is a big deal, right? It's a massive deal. But negligence maybe isn't. And I'm not saying everyone has to get vaccine. Look, like I said, me and Rick, pretty, pretty, you know, we're, we're pretty not, not that we're anti-vaxxers ever again. Because once again, like I said, if you're an anti-vaxxer, go find a blender and put your hand in it. Because <laughs> you need to get your shots. But we've had our questions regarding the vaccine and its validity and its and, and for me, some of the data behind it. But we both went ahead and did it. Now, officially, Rick has done it. Because like he says, you have to pick your poison. And that's, that's something that's a responsibility. Our individuals being negligent by not doing it. Because no. they're risking everyone else in a sense. Not right really. now, if well, well, let's say let's say you don't get a vaccine, right? And you make the decision, okay, I'm not getting a vaccine, but I'm not going to go out in public. I'm not going to do these things. Okay, then that's responsible. But these people aren't. It's it's a it's almost a lot of people. And where you're analytical, you broke your decision down and considered it because you had to weigh the pros and cons. A lot of these people don't take the vaccine as a sign of protest. That's true. That was, I mean, hey man, same here. I didn't want to take the vaccine because I didn't, I wanted to protest these government officials or these people in higher offices who want to mandate something to be put in my body. Right. But we cannot, but when it comes to these types of situations, these protests are worthless. It's negligence in a way you're negligent with the way you 
are around other people. And I'm not, and, and, and like I said, I hate to think of mandatory vaccines, even though we do already have them. People can get pissy all they want, but kids have to get vaccinated. If you work in a hospital, you have to be vaccinated. You have to make sure, I mean, you know, before we went on rotations, remember? Yeah. We had to get double. We had to get, I mean, we had to get another yeah. MMR. We had to get HEPA. We had to get all these, HEP, all these other vaccinations. Mandatory vaccination is not a foreign concept in reality. Yeah. But, you know, mandatory experimental vaccinations are. Right. Right. But now that it's FDA approved, technically, uh, mm. there's a lot of chasms on the FDA approved. That's a whole nother time we got. I, I got, I, I, there's a lot of chasms. I work with a lot of chasms. Yes, dude. There's some really that if you read the proper writing, but we can do that another day. But when it comes <laughs> down to it, just circling all the way back because we fucking rode that train around. And congratulations on your shot. Are you actually feeling anything? No. No, oh, dude. The, the 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 lady who gave it to me was freaking out. I want her to give it the second one. I'm gonna well, ask for her by one. name. The second one, well, okay. So the no, first but, one, well, how long ago did you get the first one? I don't know, like uh, two days ago, three okay. days ago. You're not feeling nothing? Nothing, dude. Not even a sore arm. Get ready for the second Nothing. One. Get ready for the second one. Nothing, dude. I'm good. Like this, uh, maybe, I mean, my, my kid is sick right now. So maybe he gave me something, but <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, no, nothing. The second one, Dallas Chingasa, man, it's fucking bad. Dude, my neck was jacked my, my brother had like muscle pains but i think we're sensitive to it for some reason yeah we're very i think me and my family are very sensitive to it so it could be a whole different game but just be right for like the second one try to see if yeah. you can take the next day off just to rest you know my so another thing that i was uh thinking about when i was considering this was uh, how my dad reacted to the vaccine how did he react nothing dude see nothing that, that's just On both a genetic role it's a genetic role to draw nothing you know he, i was Whereas, like dad do you do you feel weird about it? Does it goes, no, no, my arm doesn't even hurt. Same thing with me, dude. When I got it, nothing happened. Uh, with both, good, well, yeah. But see, y'all probably got the non alien vaccine. You got lucky. Somehow, somehow you got hooked up. They must have looked up my voter registration in Texas and gave me the alien one, the, the lizard lord one. But uh, dude, it wiped out me and my family. We all got wiped out. Wow. All of us felt like crap. So, but that doesn't mean we, you shouldn't get it. Unnecessarily. Now, when it comes to kids, you guys are gonna. I, I would oh, highly dude. suggest pumping oh, the brakes God. on that shit. But that's that's I, my I, personal opinion. I, I, know, I think I, when it comes to kid kids, like thirteen, that's uh, fine. There's there's still a lot of there's well there's dude, still a lot of dude, stuff going know, on their bodies. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna name names here, but I know doctors who have vaccinated their five six year old kids. Oh, dude, this is that that's not uncommon. What you're saying is not uncommon. I have heard it everywhere around the industry. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, it's not a, yeah. I'm just like, no, nah, man. Well, if you look at the FDA approval for the, for the Pfizer vaccine, it's 16 and up. So it's only meant for adults. And that's the reason right. why they stamped it like that. You know, they, they, they to guarantee you, they've already started. They've already started. Actually, there's several trials for pregnant women and children that have been ongoing for months to not say that they didn't include that data in the FDA thing. It's probably bullshit. FDA just went across that line. So the children part I have an issue with, but, but running all this back mask. Oh yeah. Is it about really no. this social protest, right? Is it really worth it? Like, yes, if you're, if you're out there wearing it, but, but what is a mask really? 
I mean, people have wore, people wear masks in countries everywhere else. What's well, that's because it's a religious thing. They here. want to wear masks. They're no, 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 no. Pump the brakes. We're not, no, we're not no, talking no, about Afghanistan yet. They're gonna what get. They're gonna get sixteen virgins when they go up to oh, heaven. When they wear a mask, boy. No, no, All right? no. That's, that's called we're, a suicide bomb. It's kaboom. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, mask, right? So if you're yeah, out there, it. it's a physical deterrent, right? Just like condoms. I mean. Everyone said, oh, they prevent AIDS. They don't. Ladies and gentlemen, they don't prevent AIDS. And they don't prevent wait, wait, 95% wait. of sexually transmitted diseases. Shouldn't but- that? Fuck, bro. <laughs> You're like, oh, I got to get a blood <laughs> oh, test. Fuck. Rick's drawing out a vial right now, shaking. Oh, um, I got to go. I go. Oh, no. Oh, God, I got to go to the hospital. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like in the end, though, they do provide a barrier somewhat. And a physical barrier is better than no barrier at all. I mean, because really what we're noticing about COVID is the viral load that you get hit with initially. So I think, I think we really need to look at that. And, and if you wear a mask, it doesn't make you a better person. And if you don't wear a mask, it doesn't make you a freer person. See, that's, that's the main qualm in this situation but right you're not thinking about being a freer person you don't wear a mask you just you're, you're going this is normal not wearing no a mask. no no this that's dude, normal dude we're 18 19 months into this into this drama nothing's been normal in almost two years the new normal yeah. is what we're in now to reject that is to reject reality right i mean yeah but no i mean how many times have you have you stopped yourself from going somewhere because fuck, I don't have a mask. Oh, damn it. Had, Let me go back to the car. It's been a couple, yo, several times. Yeah. Several times I walk out the car and make fuck, but I still you, stop myself. You want I your kids to grow up like that? It. You still want your kids to grow up wearing a mask everywhere they go? Well, I mean, I guess, I guess that's what people's parents thought whenever they had to wear seatbelts or whenever they had to do or, or use, you know, the same restrooms as other races. I mean, in the end, change is reality. Like we, we screwed ourselves up. Like huh. we did this overpopulation, all the other things that we've done, we did this. So what? COVID is a result. Well, I mean, you know. no COVID is a result of, of a negligent Chinese right. laboratory scientists who just let this done thing out. We don't know if there was an intent behind it or not. No, but it was still but, all part of the fact that we have advanced ourselves to the point to where a virus can easily spread as quickly as this one has. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the Spanish flu 1918 was also, was super virulent. Right. But it took, you know, several months or years for it to pass through the world. Now, this thing, you know, we just have a, a very large society. We're very interconnected. And like you said, and like I've even said, it's, it's a weaponized virus. So with that being said, wearing a mask, even if it provides 10% protection, that's still 10% more than you had. Nah, man, I'm going to take my chances with the vaccine. And um, look, if a guy doesn't want to wear a mask and he is not vaccinated and um, he wants to go to, I don't know, the grocery store. Okay. If I'm vaccinated, he's going to give me the uh, COVID, but nothing's going to happen to me. And I mean, yeah, I may get COVID a positive test, but symptoms and so forth, they're going to be quite mute compared to someone who's not vaccinated well that's not necessarily true now that's not necessarily true 
those what the hell is the point are, of the vaccine then? Those statistics are varying off also. No, 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 no. Let's be very honest with ourselves. I, I think eventually in the end, we're going to realize these things are about 30 to 40% effective. Now, you are seeing a predominant of patients going into the ER that are non-vaccinated, right? Yeah. That's the truth. That's number and those are realities. But you also have to look at the causation and correlation of the problem. It's not necessarily one thing or the other. Individuals that are vaccinated are also doing what? I have no idea where you're we're going with this. If you're vaccinated, right, you've made that choice already. A lot of individuals that have made that choice are typically already left-wing or left-leaning people. So in this dogmatic situation, those people are already social distancing and wearing oh. masks. Oh my God. So if you took no, no, no. But what I'm saying is those people are already doing those things. So those people are going to have less infection rates, also, correct? If you're social distance, I mean, though people that got vaccine and vaccinated early, a lot of those people believe in what's being told to them. They believe the science. I, I haven't and seen social, social distancing. distancing. I haven't seen social distancing happen in God knows how long, man. But, the, but that's because you don't believe in it. But if no, you're, if you're but, in a social yeah. structure that believes in what I'm the not, CDC is saying, dude, these motherfuckers are still having Zoom drinking nights. You're, no, no, no. If you're a society that believes what the CDC is saying, <laughs> you're living in Australia. Just, okay? dude, pretty dude, much. Just, just, look at the, just look at the logic of what I'm saying. A preponderance of people in the ER, of course, are unvaccinated. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it correlates with whether how effective the vaccine is or isn't because individuals that are vaccinated are probably also wearing masks and socially distancing and following and the left rules. And they're well, left-leaning. And, well, I mean, the sense that they're left-leaning because of the dogmatic approach the left has, has taken with this. So with that being said, they're not just vaccinated. They're actually following all the other rules which would make you less liable to get infected anyways. Look, but of the last, I know what you're saying, but I don't think it's true. Well, well it might not be. Because it may not be. This is more of a, this is more of a hypothetical logic. This is my logic argument regarding that. Because so California, a very left-leaning state who would, loves Twitter right. and, and does a lot of, um, a lot of showcasing whenever they social distance and uh, wear a mask and uh, criticize everybody who's not vaccinated. Right. This is California. They have 4.4 million cases and 65,000 deaths. Okay. It's no better than any other state in the union. It's probably, what, it's probably one Robert, of the worst. But what's one of their current, what's their current ICU For, bed status? I mean, because this is really what we're talking about because you, you can't, we can't talk about the statistics previous to mass vaccination so now where is their level of icu bed in california because i know um, texas florida yeah yeah are really bad so they're better than we are so that kind of throws in the logistical point of what i'm stating like like that's a whole different concept like you can't really say for california it's that way they you know have um a they're quite a bit better According to the LA Times, they got 2,128 intensive care patients in the state. Right. But how many, what's the percentage of their beds? Because that's really what everyone's freaking out. out about. So 
all I'm saying is I think people that are vaccinated are also wearing masks, are socially distancing, and are following the rules. So I think that's also why they show less infection rates. But uh-huh. if you put, but dude, I'll be, and this is antidotal once again, but the last couple of people I've heard around five or six now yeah, that have all caught COVID, all of them were but, vaccinated. Yeah, but their symptoms probably didn't do anything. Well, right. But how many times is the, do the symptoms really carry beyond? And I'm not trying to say that it doesn't kill people, right? Certain people's genetics are really hit hard. You know, if you have comorbidities and all these other things, it's it's a serious disease. I'm not trying to take that away, but I'm just saying how much it prevents COVID. What I'm talking about is how much it prevents COVID infection. It doesn't. Exactly. That that's what I'm fucking saying. So it doesn't prevent COVID infection necessarily. No. So that's part of the thing. And so I think everyone also, gets COVID. Right. But these individuals that are, you know, because a lot of the, the big points they made in the beginning was the viral load of COVID actually would enhance your symptoms, how sick you got, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? These people are being exposed less because they're following the rules too. That's all I'm saying. And because I, I keep hearing like, oh, you know, there's more non-vaccinated than the vaccinated in the, in the, in the ER. And that makes sense somewhat with the vaccine, but also it makes sense with the fact that those people are also wearing masks, you know, once again, doing the social distancing, following the CDC guidelines or rules. So it's kind of a mixed bag to, to really determine how effective a vaccine is in this situation. That's all. That's really the, the, the long ass drawn out point yeah. I was trying to get to. Yeah, so, you, you got a vac- so basically you got a vaccine for no reason. You could have just worn a mask. No, I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who's not worried about COVID apparently because they wear masks all the time oh, is boy. the Taliban. Oh, The Taliban, everyone's favorite newest government structure in the Taliban. Oh, they, yeah, the women over there aren't going to get any uh, COVID. I'll tell you that. Oh, they, boy. they got, they were burkas and they cover their whole bodies up. And yeah, man, you know, yeah, they're actually, they're supposedly remarkably airy. What? Yes. They're supposed to be remarkably airy. Like they're like, when it comes to like actual circulation, it's actually supposed to be pretty good. Well, you know, you can't see apparently because yes, they're you got they're, that they're, mesh over eyes. Yeah. Well, no, well, I'm telling you, these, these those particular outfits, and and as and and I'm trying to talk about their validity and why people make their their wives wear them or women or whatever. I know why, um, but they they've but, been around for quite a long time. Like yeah. the like like we're talking about thousands of years, and it wasn't just something that women wore. I think it was even some even men wore in the high desert. So it's actually a functional garment. I don't think so, sense. dude. I, I mean, it's not so. like it's okay. not as good as like the dune sweatsuits but it's pretty functional in 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 islam uh okay so in islam you people the reason some women will wear the the, just the the, you know the veil over their hair or yeah and they'll go all the way over there to the burqa you know there's several several stages there's there's several muslim girls that i knew that wore they didn't wear wear anything they didn't wear anything (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they they skipped that book um so (laughs) no but it's because it it just you know the the quran says you got to show modesty and some people choose to take it to take it lightly right as in our our the people we know and some people choose to take it to the extreme uh which is the full burqa 
Right. You know? So it's all it's all part of interpretation. Yeah. It's okay. totally functional. It's totally functional. Off it. But now just, another function. Keep going. Uh, another function <laughs> it, it has is you know back then and even now in Afghanistan, I'm sure of it. There's less security. Uh, it's not like here in America that you can a girl can just go jogging and be safe. Uh, um, over there, dude, you have uh, a higher chances of being assaulted if you tempt men, and and if you do tempt men and they do happen to assault you. You will get stoned for well, okay. instigating we, we, that. We gotta watch our country. We have to because that's not necessarily something that always happens in Afghanistan. That's that's Afghanistan is slightly dude? different. No, when it comes to that type, that's a different uh, that's a different subcontinent when it regards to that type of behavior. But I, I know what you're saying. Like the, the the use of the burqa and those same type of things is really mainly for female suppression. I mean, kind of like what is it female suppression or protection? Suppression. They kind of like what Texas is doing with with that brand oh, new Jesus abortion Christ. bill things of like limiting females you know access to healthcare but in the end here we are and we should just name this whole segment fucking afghanistan right i mean wow the you know and so if, if, if you guys don't know yeah if you don't know the history of afghanistan it, it's it, it's almost remarkably similar in a way to to vietnam but different actors in in the play so you know of course you you see right now a lot of a lot of blame being thrown around right i mean on both sides no just one side no 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 no. it's it's all headed towards one one side uh it's it's headed towards trump's the one that trump's the one that issued the order to take them out that's it take who up take the soldiers out of afghanistan with conditions he, no he in his conditions sucked ass because dude i hate to break it to you biden's only been there for, he hasn't even been there a fucking year yet oh but he's there so right? all the conditions were set up and met and determined by the previous administration i mean his body's there but no you know well, biden's not okay. there touche but in the end that's where we're at, right? I mean, fucking Trump sent them there. Did he, he didn't do the work he needed to do. He was too busy trying to overthrow the government and march with the with, with the Proud Boys. Actually, no, he was too busy trying to defend himself from being impeached. Well, yeah, because for he some committed he committed impeachment. No, offenses. for you yeah. for a Ukraine call. Come he's on, a, he's a dick. He's a dick. He should have been impeached for being a dick. Had they th- brought up the charges, being impeached, 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 impeached for being a dick. And guess what? He deserved to be impeached. Okay, but that's that, not a high crime and misdemeanor, first of all. Well, he's pretty big. He's a pretty big prick, bro. Uh, it's pretty fucking. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. You know prick. what? He was a prick, but he was uh, a good prick. He was. Good but nonetheless, but nonetheless, he still had the authority to do more to try to prepare the Afghanis the Afghanis for this eventual rollout, and he didn't. He didn't do any homework. He didn't listen to anybody. I mean, and I'm not saying that we should have stayed there necessarily, right? We were there for fucking 20 years. We're talking somewhere around, you know, they say 2 trillion, but what I've heard is closer to 4 or 5 trillion. I know, but here's the thing. Nobody's, nobody's arguing the fact that we shouldn't be there because this, this war lasted 20 years. We're about to hit up, what, the 20th anniversary of 9-11? So, oh, yeah. Dude, they think about it. That's in two weeks, bro. Yeah. So we've been there for 20 years. Um, nobody's arguing that we shouldn't have left. It's how we left. That's the problem. Well, it's a fact that it's a fact that our that the military 
left Bagram Air Force Base in the dead of night without telling anybody. They left all this equipment there. Yeah. They left cash. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. The Taliban yeah. has most Apache helicopters than, than most countries in the world now. Okay. Two problems. But, well, actually, several yeah. problems. That's a, a big problem. No, a that's not true. A, a lot of the a lot of the propaganda being shown that's not true. They didn't leave. They actually have a full listing in inventory. You can look up on Google, and it's oh, not yeah, as much absolutely. as you would think. It's, not uh, as much as bit. you would think. Uh-uh. It's not the eighty six billion dollars worth of materials that everyone keeps quoting. It's not. There's several stories detailing that. Um, second, how would you leave a hostile situation if we fired upon the Taliban? That's why the Taliban attacked us via proxy. See, we don't have terrorist organizations to do that. So the Taliban just let ISIS-K? Sounds like a fucking rapper. Let them attack us. Dude, check it out. But that was a proxy attack, though. We couldn't directly attack the Afghanis. If we did, then we would have just gone to a full-out firefight at that airport. Yeah. And we weren't ready for that. Then we would have seen massive American casualties. So, of course, you're going to leave in the dead of the night, man. Fuck that shit. I told you guys the night of the election, I said, if you want to go back to the days of ISIS, elect <laughs> Joe Biden. I said that. I said, if you want to see kids back in cages, elect Joe Biden. I said that. Yeah. I didn't have to be in Nostradamus for that shit. Bro. I, seen, I, I saw the writing on the wall. Bro, the Taliban fucking let go of all, opened up all the prisons, and they let a lot of ISIS out. Okay. So it's why were they in the prison then? But because no, dude, the Taliban is using the ISIS as a proxy actor against the United States in this situation. Yeah. Whether or not they're going to be able to control ISIS, we'll find out soon because Iraq. They're all the same, brother. Well, no, Iraq really, dude, Iraq fucking did it. They did it. What? They fucking pushed out ISIS. Iraq defeated the ISIS component in their country. But that's because I think Iraq has more of a, a, what would I they're say? Unified. They're Singular more unified. national. Yeah, well, they have a they single do. national identity, whereas I don't think Afghanistan does. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, so either way, we left in the dead of night. You know, we lost 13 Americans last week. You know, I'm not saying that this was perfect, but I don't think we had a perfect in this playbook. And I think when we continue to bash Biden about it, yeah. It, it, the reality is, is the wheels and were set in motion by four administrations before him, right? You got fucking Bush, you got uh, I mean three, you got Bush, you got Obama, and you have Trump. All these three administrations already put those wheels in motion. I mean, fuck, you could be easily argue as soon as um, Barack Obama said we got him when they, when he killed. Um, Osama bin Laden, we, you know, you could have said that that would have been the exit moment, right? I mean, that could have been the right exit moment. So this is this is blame that could be spread equally amongst all these administrations. I'm just saying, blaming Biden and trying to act as if this is high and mighty thing. The reality is, is you know, everyone played a shitty hand in this war. So to blame yeah, Biden for it, it's not fair. I, I don't believe it's fair. Why abandon the airbase and depend on the Afghan the Afghan airport in Kabul? Because in a it, in an urban area. Well, you got members. So the, the the United States military is not going to do something 
Now that's probably the that's smartest. Stupid. That no, 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 not no. They had a strategic understanding of the area. Oh, they boy. had that area prepared. No, the United States military knows what they're fucking doing. If we have one branch of all of our of I mean, well, I hate to say government because it's not necessarily government, but we have one branch that actually implements plans for the most part. That's them. I think I think it was a strategic point, you know, and also them. They I don't think they were allowed to maintain so? bases. Well, I don't think they were allowed to maintain. I don't think the Americans were because remember all this shit was hashed out with the Taliban by by Trump the year before. This withdrawal and these collapses. You don't think that somebody had a hand in this? You know what I'm saying? What I, do you mean? I, well, I think that this was already negotiated. Several other countries already, I mean, Russia and China already talked to the Taliban leaders last year as if they're sovereign heads of state. United States, we we did the, you know, and I'm not trying to, to shit on Trump, but they did the, the prisoner swap for 5,000, you know, Taliban warriors or some shit like that. There was a lot of play and discussions already occurring with the Taliban before any of this went down. So I wouldn't be surprised if this withdrawal was not only discussed with them, but was either approved or not. Do you think that in these discussions, they were going to leave 22,000 Humvees or or 42,000 light light vehicles? Well, yeah, vehicles. So that it's that's the I other mean, con- we did the same thing in Vietnam. We've done it every other war we've been in. Logistically, to remove these things is almost impossible. But you're putting them in the hands of terrorists that don't know how to maintenance them, that don't have the specialty or the individuals to do it, nor do they have the codes. Because remember, that's the wonderful thing everyone doesn't understand. So uh, the the best example I have is you know you know John Deere tractors. Yeah. Well, if every six months you have to have a tune up. And or the, or the machine will stop working because guess what? Every one of the machines has a cellular signal that goes to space. And only if you have a maintenance code, will it let the machine work again? To think that John Deere tractor maker, American company, of course, implements this in their vehicles and we didn't do it to ours makes no fucking sense. Well, you know what they're, I saw? They're worthless. I saw- uh, yes, I saw the Apache. I saw Apache helicopter helicopters, right? Flying around with the with the car, uh, right? With someone's body, they they actually hung somebody. They used the Apache helicopter to hang somebody. Right. We don't have <laughs> verification whether that was that occurred necessarily <laughs> in this situation. There's no verification. It's on Twitter. I see a lot of shit on Twitter. Oh see, my god, dude! dude I see. I I see dragons. I see unicorns on Twitter. Yeah, I see yeah, a but lot you can of tell they're fake. Shit. But you know uh, what? This is an Apache uh, helicopter flying with someone's body dangling well, off the yeah. No, has something. It's pretty high up. It has something dangling. I, I'm not saying it wasn't a body, but I'm also not saying that. <laughs> how long is that Apache helicopter going to last? Same thing happened in Iraq, right? I mean, when we when whenever we invaded them, we used the equipment we left behind for them. So that the people don't realize the invasion of Iraq was actually the first official real hack prior to attacking somebody because we had left all this computer equipment and stuff for the Iraqis. And of course, Saddam was saying whenever he took over, said, ah, fuck you, we're going to commandeer all this shit. And guess what? The number one thing that we left, one of the things we left behind were printers. So Saddam Hussein used those printers and his, you know, logistics for his army. Well, inside each one of those printers was a virus. 
we had already gone to that level of espionage. So you don't fucking think there's not in these, uh, you don't think that these things we left behind won't have issues down the road. I, 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 I highly, I highly doubt that. You know what the I, United States should have done is leave back behind HP printers. And then that dude's going to run out of ink and we saw his money on that shit. Exactly. And that would have bankrupt <laughs> Afghanistan. But but think about it, though. You think we're going to leave all these fucking tools and not have ways yeah. to shut them down? I mean, no. Night vision we, goggles? Bro, you can't even buy a car now. A gun? You know, there, like, dude, you know, automatic weapons? Bro, there's called bullets. Those, those okay. They, for most people that know, those use NATO rounds. Those are 5.56 five, and two two three. What's the number one round being used in the Middle East? Not fucking two, two, three, and five, five, six. It's going to be um, 7.62 by three nines, which are your AK 47 SKS rounds. That's right. just not going to fit in that gun. All no. I'm saying is, right, it looks bad. Optics wise, it looks like shit. But in if reality, I was, huh? if I was a, 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 a ammunition uh, salesperson and I found out that these people need my ammo, I'd go sell it to them. But it's because not make pop- a shit ton load of money. And you could kind of accept that most most arm manufacturers are making five, five, six and two, two, three want to sell to the number one military in the world, which is the United States. That's our round. You think if the United States doesn't say, oh, you're selling to them. Mm, OK, well, we're going to cut business. That's going to be like 95 percent of their business. Nobody can out. We own that market. So, yeah, they have our toys. They can't properly use them. And when it comes to maintenance, they're not going to be able to do anything. And they're going to, so in the end, of course they left them. It was a logistic, like it was a choice, logistical. It was dead weight. And, and yeah, they may be able to do a couple of cool videos and, you know, you know, do the monkey bars with the black hop, you know, flying in the background. You ever seen the terrorist training videos? They always have monkey bars. Yeah. (laughs) So like when they, I never knew that that was actually, you know, useful when I was a kid, but right. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, apparently for them, it is they're hardcore at it. So like when you do the monkey bars, they'll just have a, you know, a black hawk flying across maybe once or twice before it explodes. I just think it's, it's just, it's just a funny, it's just another way to blame. Well, do they have dog food? Because they left a whole bunch of dogs back there. Well, now they do. <laughs> well, now they can turn the dogs into food. And, and I'm sorry, I, I just ingest. But yeah, that was the other thing. They left animals behind. They left but, animals, behind service animals. But that's on bombs but and bodies. Again, but once again, what? This is what? military ordinance, right? Oh, I, I get it. I get. I know what you're saying. They don't know the names of these dogs, so the dogs aren't going to respond to them, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly okay also, okay so you want to you want to let out the racist the, the you know what you go ahead good luck you let out that racist german shepherd that's been biting you know taliban people for the last eight years of his life yeah you let that thing out of the cage let's see how that works out that those animals i mean like i said ordinance was left behind and it is sad it's sad you know you don't want to see dogs go down nobody wants to see human beings falling off of airplanes you know, nobody wants to see these horrible things. But unfortunately, this is the reality of leaving a protracted war that was never truly supported. For all the things we say, and, and it's the saddest thing is for Afghani women. You know, they actually were able to, you know, progress and, and, and stuff, you know, not have to worry about the oppression they face with the Taliban. That's about it, right? You know what I would have done though? 
huh. if I was maybe commandeering the whole operation on the ground and I had to fill those C-130s, I would have taken all the women and children. That's it. No men. Women and children. Leave that country without any women. See what they do, man. All that population is going to go down like, like crazy. <laughs> well, they're going to be going down <laughs> on each other. And I Exactly, mean- but they won't be procreating, you know? <laughs> You take C one, you take multiple C one thirties of of women and and well, you know the children of course, but mostly the women. You take all the women away. Well, um, right, right, but and, but but dude, yeah, for that, it, but how difficult is that logistically? It's, it's almost impossible. Though. It's impossible. We have a full air traffic control system. We have multiple airports, that millions of employees for our international airports. And while, yes, we'd be able to move, I think, oh, excuse me, 2.1 to like something like 3 million people in a day can fly. If you have one single airport with a couple of um, runways, that's not going to do much, bro. You remember, that's logistically. Which is why we should never have given up the airbase. And then guess what? Kabul. And then guess how many more people would have died? How many more How? troops? Because they're dude, the Taliban, dude, the Taliban was, wants to show force. And also, like I said, these were all negotiated terms. I guarantee you everything that happened was according to plan. Now, no the ISIS-K thing was probably the Taliban wanted to sneak that one in. But then, of course, how fast did we find these ISIS-K people supposedly responsible for the attack? Oh, we found a whole bunch of kids and we shot them. Well, but, the right, but how fast did that happen? How fast did that happen within hours? So the Taliban flipped on them and said, hey, these are the assholes. Wait a second. Wait a second. I think this a, is on they negotiated. Had, they had a drone strike. That was a drone strike that killed a family with no, children. No, no, no. Okay, that's not been proven at all. That's just... <laughs> oh, now now oh, we're no. going to believe the Taliban. Oh, no. Now we're going to believe what the Taliban says. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, hey. Hey, Dude, I think I got a burqa for There was you. a two-year-old kid in there, man. Oh, Come my on. God. Now it's you a can't call. Kid. You can't call him a terrorist, but that's and, not fair. And who, and wait, wait, wait. Which Taliban... Wait, wait, wait. Which Taliban member was it? The one on the right or the left of the newscaster when he was trying to read the news on the Afghani National Channel? Which which one was it that made that story up? With the, both of them with AK forty seven standing behind him, it's no, it's it's horseshit. It's horseshit. <laughs> it's horseshit. You know, you don't want to believe that a senile old man who, who can't tell his wife from his sister, dude, like I said, made a drone strike, dude, shot children accidentally. Come on, bro. I'm not saying. All I'm saying is, I wouldn't take the Taliban's word because probably I would believe is a it. Big thing. Oh my god! I would god, believe, believe it. it. No, okay. I would believe it. No, 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 no dude, I would believe it. This, oh, now you, you got, it. Now you got you Joe Biden in there. Now you believe. Can't tell it. anything. Oh my god! Can't tell you know, his sister from his wife. Oh, he can't. Boy. He can't oh, tell boy. what. He can't tell you who is. Yeah, that was that was a gaffe that he made. He made a lot uh, of gaffes. Um, yeah, really? I believe it. Not the Taliban. I believe it. Well, last time I checked, Joe Biden doesn't fly a drone. It's he, flown uh, by it's no, it's flown by a skilled pilot. And before they execute, they have to get several notches of approval. One from the legal department, one from a um. They're they're literally decisions the before they no no. Uh, it has to be run, be to run the, the chain. Executive legal no they're, they're, seriously they have to talk to a lawyer. They have to see oh, whether Jesus. or not they have constitutionality and legality for the strike. Then they have to make sure that the president or his, the National Security Council is in on this and that it's okay. Then the direct over officer has to agree. There's multiple channels that this occurs. It's just not one person says, oh, yeah, fuck him up. That doesn't happen. It has to be actually almost 
kind of research for a second before a target gets acquired and allowed to be um, handled. So it's not just that. I'm just saying the guy who while was walking to the forest from the White House. I love this. I love the decisions. Fucking Biden wasn't flying the fucking drone, bro. Okay. He was okay. He might as he well was, have, man. He was eating his tapioca pudding in the corner while everyone else was doing the right job. I mean, you can say whatever you want about him, dude. He, I'm not saying the dude isn't, you know, pissing his pants and not wearing the pens. But I tell you one thing, he didn't make he didn't fly that drone. So whatever happened was because of our own military structure that made the mistakes. I mean, all they're going to tell them is we have the terrorists. We know where they're at. What do you want us to do? Hit them. Well, if they fucking fuck up, that's on them. That's on the president. But it goes back to him, though. No, you see, the, like you said, the optics. The op- like you said, the optics. Oh, my God. Your the circular, optics of it is terrible. No, your no, circular potato is fucking amazing. You're, no, I'm just way saying, you, dude. The way you set up these logical fallacies. No, no. It's, yes, yes. It's the, not right. Do you think that the media is going to go after the guy who's flying the drone? No, they're going to they go well, well, no, because they're never going to know who that guy is, right? Exactly. I mean, how many people are trying to suck Where off the dude it... who, who killed Bin Laden? Once they find out, you know, what, how many guys claim they killed him now? I don't know. Like like it's a bit a bunch. Something. Yeah, it's all SEALs. You know, the, the, and these are like the best of the best, but they're all lying. One of them did it, but now everyone says they did it. So I don't, they can't admit who it is. That person, unless they come forward themselves and break massive protocol and be willing, I think you can get court martialed, right? What is a buck stop? Where does a buck stop? stop? Yeah. Dude, right. No, the general decision was made by Biden. But whether or not, you know, we have improperly trained people. I mean, like I said, dude, this goes back, you know, several administrations. This is not just Biden. And the buck didn't stop with him, but unfortunately it rolled over his old ass because this whole thing's been a nightmare for him. But, you know, Afghanistan overall, you know, we're out of there now. It's the end of 20 years of an armed engagement. And the sad thing is we have nothing that was achieved by it. Nothing. Afghanistan did exactly like any other history student would have said. They withdrew, they held, they maintained patience, and then they came back. And that was it. That's all they had to do. That's all they had to do. They just went and hid in the mountains, waited. And, you know, some people are like, oh, they're going to get tired. These are, they, they weren't these type of people. History proved it once again. And... We have nothing to show for it. We lost, what, 2,400 American lives, 20,000 injuries, casualties, et cetera. And, for the end, and, and we, we, we tried to reintroduce a democratic society in a sense. We tried to give women's rights. You know, we really thought, oh, we were giving them everything to, to build something. And in the end, you know, the country was taken over in, what, two weeks? I don't know. But I, I really think that the people did enjoy the newfound freedom. So. I, I think, think they so. did. No, I, I don't think, think so did, because they wouldn't have fallen to the Taliban. I don't think so. I think what we did was we, we nation built a nation that didn't want us there. No, but you know, it's not that it's not that it's that the military base that was there, the military presence that was there actually provided jobs for a lot of people. Oh, of course. But those are the individuals jobs, that economy. Right, yeah. But, but it didn't provide it for the people in the outside of the cities. See, this no, is the it same issue. down. No, this is a safe. <laughs> fucking trickle down shit trickle down economics man it's fucking the biggest horse shit ever trickle down i mean 
Trump yeah, okay. really knows how to how to inst- how to propose that. Anyway, go ahead. Don't, don't fucking start with that. <laughs> don't fucking start with that bullshit economic theorem. Everyone's proven that shit wrong. It's the dumbest <laughs> fucking theorem ever. Anyways, God, I fucking forgot where I was oh. for a second. I'm so mad about <laughs> fucking down bullshit. I was gonna make a good point and you fucked it all up. Um, either way. God damn it. Afghanistan was <laughs> fucked up. How about that? <laughs> fucked me all up. You and your trickle down bullshit. Every time oh, well, Republican says something, trickle down, oh, it works. It doesn't work. Okay, that's where I was. Trumped up, trickle down economics. There you go. No, that's where I was. So you had these centers of populations that were basically benefiting from, like you said, a heavy US presence. And then at the same time, the jobs, the economic boom. But what they didn't help were the people out in the bush or the cush, as they say. I think that's what they say. They They didn't help them. And those, well, no, that's not necessarily true. Calm down. Only I can make those predictions as I am Nostradamus. But Mm. what really happened was those people really weren't involved in the process. Yeah. So just like what's happening in the United States, right? You have urban and suburban areas and that's where you saw the voting line difference yeah but there was an opportunity in the cities you see if you were in those little towns and you really wanted to make it big you say hey let me go to the city find a job because there's money over there but that is not everywhere in that the united states yeah. too so that's yeah. what I'm, but but the problem is is that not enough people had joined that so their dense urban populations while it had progressed and wanted it I don't think they were near the numbers that of the amount of people on the countryside, the Bedouin type people, the people that lived out, you know, out in the suburban areas. I think that was a stronger force. Yeah. But you know, the um, people who live out in the countryside are like the people who live in the countryside here. They don't want to be in the cities. They don't want the, the big job in the, in the cubicle or anything like that. I mean, and they, they like tend to being be in more their... conservative. Yeah. They tend to be more conservative and fascist, small town values, fascism, um, Friday Night Lights, you know, they Fascism, love that stuff. rape. Okay. What the f- rape? Rape, raping fascists. Yes, continue. Um, this is anyway. what I'm getting from your words. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm just saying that Fascist rapers people, do go oh to small God. towns. The people okay. in the in, in the outliers of Kabul wanted to live there. Unless, you know, they wanted to make some money, they go to the city and they provide a service to not just the military, but the, there's other stuff around it too. I mean, right, taxis, right. gas stations, was, right? But food, it wasn't a grocery majority stores. Of, but it was a majority of Afghanistan because the majority of Afghanistan doesn't live in those urban areas. And but that's fine. They but, were still they all the suburban areas still had strong ties to the Taliban, and actually yeah. a lot of Afghanis did. I mean, how many fights did they actually have with the Taliban? Like one. And they, most of the other ones, they just surrendered, laid down their arms and let the Taliban take over. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, they, in the end, we nation built incorrectly. We screwed up. And, and now this is where we're at. It's, this is 20 years of mismanagement, neglect, you know, playing on people's emotions for after 9-11. This has just been a cascading failure. But it's not Joe Biden's fault. Unfortunately, He's the guy that has to finish the job, right? Yeah, he finished it incorrectly, though. He should, oh, there no, should have no been more doubt. planning. I don't yeah. think he. I don't think he did. I. I will not disagree with that point. He does. He definitely did it incorrectly. But I don't think another American president would have done much better. 
unless you had a unless you wore a 10 gallon hat or you were like smuggling chicks into the white house you know, what with you fuck dude it's either you either got fucking abe lincoln could have handled it or kennedy other than that every other president i think would have had a massive failure I, th- I don't think any president would have been able to pull this off smoothly because if you did, you'd have to commit more resources, which would have looked aggressive to the Taliban. Yeah, but they would have stayed away long enough to allow evacuation. No, they didn't. Dude, they're in Kabul within minutes. They, dude, the Taliban were not scared. They wanted to start something. I, 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 I actually, like I said earlier, I think these were all negotiated terms already. We negotiated these terms with them. The Taliban could have overrun that airport at any moment. Uh, Kandahar province, uh, they fucking went to war against those fucking, against any Marine outposts. They didn't give a shit. You don't think that these aren't the same guys from there? They could have overrun that airport at any point in time. Any yeah. second. These were all, but that's what I'm telling you. This well, You're fighting against the United States military, man. They, no, win. but a very small part of it. Dude, and they, what are you talking about? They did win. Who's the leader of Afghanistan right now? Is okay, it our the public military government? did not lose? Oh, it they was lost. The, no, it was the United States government that lost. No, the United States government pulled out the troops. The troops got to held their own, man. No, right. You but put no, enough they, people in there, they're going to, yeah. But, but the, the reality is, it, but it didn't work. It was a failure. It's not the soldier's fault, right? I'm not trying to say it's soldier's fault. Yeah, that's what you just said, man. But if you don't commit the resources, we weren't going to be able to leave. And we didn't commit the resources. Well, they should have committed the resources until everybody left. Well, then you must accept a higher casualty rate. We hadn't had a casualty in Afghanistan in in what, two years or something? Yeah, but dude, if you're trying to evacuate or try to hold ground, you're going to have to get into a firefight. That's That's just how it goes. Right, yeah. but that means that you're going to take American casualties. So more Americans would have died. I don't know. Wait, yes. If there is yeah, a, thir- 13, Amer- 13 soldiers died. I know, but it would have weighed more than that. I don't think if, so. Um, if you're going to engage an enemy, you're going to have casualties. It, you know, there isn't like, I mean, I know we see a lot of movies where you see like one guy walk into a room with 20 dudes and everyone else is dead and he didn't even get a scratch. But, you know, you got two active fighters and the taliban fighters are no joke yeah dude, but you got death on both sides you got a taliban fighters with ak-47s and you have our, our military with an abundant amount of firearms that could have just point this thing out and, and just shot them right up. and but, you have air support but drastically smaller numbers yeah versus what the taliban was coming at them with yeah, no drastically smaller numbers so now because there's only what three or four thousand troops at that point, five thousand or something, barely. So what were they going to do against this overwhelming tide of the Taliban? Either way, I I don't I think he made a mistake, right? The the, the hindsight they could have probably done more, but I think every president would have fucked that up. We're just not good at pulling out, you know. If the United States was like a dude, he would have he would be on Mori Povich like every other day. We just don't pull out of situations well. We've never had a good pullout game. It always ends up fucking up. We cannot do. We just not good. I mean, at look at Hunter Biden, right? That was a oh, probably the worst boy. pullout game oh, besides Afghanistan, right there. Yeah, boy. Oh, there you go, Daddy. There you go. Well, he, you know, he probably didn't even do that. It's probably not even his kid. But 
going from there. Uh, I think it's time for a little breaky break. We're going to take a little rest. Right. Um, we're going to take a deep, deep, deep breath. It's just a lot of thinking about ourselves. Maybe some bath oil. Um, and I think we'll uh, let, All right. you know, we'll, I think Ben or somebody will choose the wonderful musical interlude that will tantalate your senses to prepare for what's coming next. So, I want to, uh, I want to hope he plays Barbie girl. Okay. <laughs> fucking Barbie girl. <laughs> again, this, this fucking guy. Yeah. And we're going to take a break. So go take a pee pee. Uh, try not to lose it in traffic. fucking work so we got a little party in the back tonight so once again uh we are missing our esteemed colleague our comrade as some of us would call him yeah yeah and uh we just hope he's having a good time out there in the net in the uh, astral plane as he's probably projecting his uh love and power throughout the universe but i think to to kick off this party in the back I got a little qualm, dude. I got I got what? an issue with something. I got I something's really fucking grinding my gears. It oh was boy. really pumpkin fucking spice. <laughs> Why? It's fucking coming back, bro. It's coming back. Like my my wonderful, loving, amazing wife. Best person I know. She loves pumpkin spice, right? So she buys this pumpkin spice Starbucks coffee. All right. All right. Yeah. So I'm drinking it in the morning because, you know, that's that's what we're having. Holy shit. Someone should put a big disclaimer on the pumpkin spice fucking label that if you have like GERD or any type of fucking like acid reflux, it's going to make your throat feel like it's on fire forever. Yeah, bro. I mean, I for the last Three days, I have had the worst GERD, like just horrible, fucking horrible what? reflux off of three this days. pumpkin spice. Yeah, three days straight. And then finally, I started taking like, you know, some Zagarin and whatever to help deal with it, you know, but it's the fucking pumpkin spice, bro. So, you know what? Oh, Fuck pumpkin spice. So, yeah, yeah. And especially, you know, and I don't think they'll ever be a sponsor of us, but Starbucks and I think Amy put this correctly, is really just the tar scraped off the employee's tires put into a cup. It's dog shit. Starbucks coffee is dog shit. Just pure and simple. I don't drink yeah. shit. Yeah. Fuck that. I'd rather go to, like, if I was in Houston, there used to be Diedrich's, great coffee shop. <laughs> Dude, you know? they closed it, man. I know, I know. It was you. a great, I know, I know. That's what I was saying. Houston used to be Diedrich's, great fucking coffee shop. Places like that were fucking... That was good coffee, but Starbucks, yeah, I'd have to go with what my wife said. It really does taste like the tar scraped off the tires and shit. It's just horrible. I, I think at one time I had a coffee from Starbucks that tasted like ashtray, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was oh, you got the, you got, you got the, the expensive one. You got the good one because <laughs> ashtray taste is their best. I mean, it, can I have the ashtray flavor coffee? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you mean our premium? Hold on, let me get, let me open the vault to get that one out. 
But yeah, it's just dog shit, right? It's just horrible, horrible, god awful coffee. So, anyways, we fucking buy it. I've been dying, thinking like, oh shit, like I got a high hernia or something like that. Like I'm really thinking it's 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 going down. And it, you know what? I realized what has changed over the last week, and I realized it's because we're drinking that fucking pumpkin spice. So, you know, PSA to anyone: pumpkin spice is not something good for somebody if you have any type of acid reflux and it's kind of tastes like shit and on top of that don't drink starbucks because it's literally tar scraped off of tires distilled into a cup could it be your age though that you know you're not hip with the young crowd you know not drinking pumpkin spice you're not first off on facebook (laughs) first off Fucking Starbucks came out before me. You know what I'm saying? Remember when they first started popping up? We were in the advent of the Starbucks. Yeah. Birth. So, no, we run this. But yeah, no, it's probably also I'm old as fuck. But pumpkin spice also tastes like dog shit. Now, what about your wife? How does she turn out? She fucking loves it. Well, she, but see, she has, she's different. She never gets acid reflux. She could oh, probably drink. That's why. Yeah. She could probably drink battery acid and be okay. <laughs> Whereas me, I fucking eat like a like a saltine that has too much salt, and I'm I'm laying out like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know what? I be I be could eat that chili with mango. You yes, know? and the reason or, why that's probably why I have reflux because as a child <laughs> I was conditioned to handle like peppers that no adult should eat. So that's probably why I'm yeah. destroyed. I mean, I think that's why a lot of Mexican kids are just like, oh, like, you know, if we drink a glass of milk, it'll lay us out. But you give us like two or three ghost peppers. We're like, oh, what's happening? We're, we're OK. You know, you know, Laredo, they have the jalapeno festival where people oh, actually oh sit God. at a table and eat jalapenos. Oh, my and God. And whoever who, the last man standing wins. Oh, my God. Well, that's... you know, I saw that, you know, there's a the Netflix special about those guys. Really? Like, yeah, dude, it's fucking nuts. Like, what? It's, I, didn't, it's, I didn't know that. It follow. Oh my god, I gotta, I gotta find it for you. It follows a couple of these jalapeno, like ghost pepper eaters. Like the the big one is the Carolina Reaper. Like that's supposed to be like some crazy hot pepper, but literally it shows these guys having a this pepper eating contest. And I'm wow. telling you, they're like they're like gagging. They're like their eyes are watering. They got like saliva continuously being produced. Yeah. Without their control. I mean, madness, sheer madness. Do you remember? Uh, okay. So one time when I was in college, I uh, joined a pie eating contest <laughs> and eating a pie is not as easy as you would think, bro. It's not. Well, yeah. Eating, bro. A, eating a pie in a race without using your hands is harder than you think. Well, fuck, dude, who told you it was going to be easy? Well, you know, eating a pie. I mean, I eat pie oh. all the time and I scarf that shit down, you know, at Luby's. But, you know, at Luby's. <laughs> fucking Luby's. I love it. But when I see a pie in front of me so and they're telling me, okay, ready, set, go. I gagged most of the time. You're so stupid. I gagged. I still can't get over Luby's. Um. <laughs> I mean, you get, the, you get the dessert with the Luan, you know? Oh, that's good stuff. Dude, you know what? I actually just speak about Luby's. You know what? I always like when I was younger, I remember where I'd go. I always wanted the fucking dessert with the whipped cream and the and the jello. And I oh, why? Know, we were we were too cheap to get it, but it always looked so good. I was like, yes, I want this so bad. Never, never got it. Because it was so bright and uh different color, and well, you were a kid. It just looked awesome. Where you know, my dad would be like, No, we're you're no, we're not spending. Ten dollars, whatever you know, whatever it was for the stupid Jello and some and some and some and some whipped cream. He said, "Fuck that shit. Just get your food. We're out." 
That is but true. Yeah. Though. I mean, it's just Jello with whipped cream. Good old fucking. I I, I I agree with him. Yeah. Yeah. See, fuck that shit. <laughs> well, I, I you know also like I love you know it's funny I tell my kids this shit all the time but anytime like I have a Coke we have a Coke they're like oh I want a Sprite I was like I didn't get to order soft drinks until I had a job. That is true. Growing up, I never ordered soft drinks. It was always like my dad, my dad, there wasn't like, they wouldn't even ask me what I wanted to drink. No, it, they would just it show up water. with a drink. It was water. You're drinking yeah. water. Cause guess what? Water is free. And that's what you're drinking. That was, that's how every time, dude. So I, I, okay. I, I kind of always laugh about that shit. So I, I had a different experience growing up. I had never drank water. Never. What? Never in my fucking childhood you, did I drink water. What? So what I mean, the fuck did you drink? Soda, tea, tang, tang. Kool Aid, <laughs> <laughs> fucking tang, dude, dude, you you're so lucky you didn't grow like another testicle. You're fucking, <laughs> fucking shit, fucking tang, tang. dude. The, I shit the, the shit the space shuttle people, the, the astronauts drank. Remember that? That's what they always said. Tang. Oh, is that right? Yeah, tang was the astronauts' orange drink. Ah uh, man, no ain't, no, ain't no fucking astronauts drink that shit. I'll tell you right My now. My wife uh, would be considered millennial, um, and she doesn't know what tang is. I'm oh. like, what do you mean? Yeah, I know, dude. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't. Know? Next thing you're gonna tell me is you don't know what the Goonies are, and she didn't know. She didn't know what the Goonies was. Dude, <laughs> I tell you right now, if you don't know tang, you don't know the fuck. If you don't know the Goonies are the, t- it's like pretty much a, a reciprocal relationship. If you don't know one of them, you definitely don't fucking know the Goonies, bro. <laughs> and I'm sorry. But because the rule was that when you watch the Goonies, you had a glass of Tang with you to drink it. <laughs> Man, you had a fucked up house. You got all these fucking just pictures of fucking Tang everywhere. Like, okay, if you're gonna watch the movie. You gotta have your Tang. But that was, but that was a big deal. So, so yeah. Anyway, I, uh, yeah. Anyways, move. So it, it wasn't until else. it wasn't until I moved to Houston, um, where I started hanging out with the Asian crowd at school that i realized they drink water they all drink water i'm like what is this thing man they're drinking water what is this thing what is this thing? i'm like why it just washes all the flavor away like this stupid <laughs> I, it's it so, just it was like, nurture some so primordial thing i mean it's so fucking stupid why didn't this fucking drink have any type of sugar i call it, to it. It's exactly just, it's just fucking clear eh if I wanted something fucking clear, I'd go to like, the pool. I'm like, look, I love the meat and I love the noodles, but you, you give me water to drink to, to what? Forget about the flavor? That's awesome. Uh, I love that's the so meat. stupid way. It's so like stupid. Eh? How am I going to eat water? <laughs> hey, soup is so stupid. Yeah. So yeah. then I realized, uh, yeah, maybe it's kind of important to drink water. Oh, my God. So, I'm glad you did because you would be dead. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure my kidneys are, are failing me in the future. So Dude, your your kidneys are shriveled up. Like, like they're just shriveled up and crying. I, I'm actually very surprised that I end up with like um pediatric diabetes or anything. <laughs> I can't believe you only drank fucking like you didn't drink water. Dude, no, dude. And then and then the we would make lemonade, right? And it was like a pitcher of lemonade. I don't know how many liters or milliliters. So you would, you know. We uh, it was three lemons. You know, you put, <laughs> fill up a pitcher with water, put in three lemons, and you get a cup of imperial sugar, and you pour it in there, and it bubbles up. Oh, and you just stir was... and you stir and you stir until oh, it yeah. dissolves. Dude, that's Kool Aid, uh, bro. Kool-Aid. That's Kool Aid and lemonade and anything. Yeah, 
Oh, do you remember the Country Time Lemonade, the premix? You would just pour <laughs> yeah. that, dude. I would like it would say, "Oh, suggested two teaspoons for a cup nah. of water." I'd fill half that fucking glass. <laughs> two teaspoons for shit. pussies, man. Right, two teaspoons, <laughs> bitch. That's not even the beginning. You can't even taste that, it. That remember Country Time tea? I remember I would make that shit so dark. I swear, my kidneys would hurt. I would have back pain <laughs> as a child if I ever got a hold. I would be like, oh, how? How my back kind of hurts. And like, I swear, man, I, I did so much damage to my kidneys with country time tea and lemonade. It was ridiculous. Because I was like, oh, wait, water can have flavor? Oh, man, yeah. I'm excited. Oh, and dude, then you, not only that, but you can control how much flavor is in there with, by adding extra scoops. Hell yeah. <laughs> and that is why, oh, that's why you're a Republican. You were always allowed to have the sweet stuff. I had to drink the shitty water all the time. Hey, Dude, man. We may have, honestly, I bet you if we did a study of what you were allowed to drink when you were a child, all the Democrats drank nothing but water and all the Republicans had like sweet tea. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you didn't drink Mountain Dew. Your teeth would be gone. Too I much. wish I would have drank Mountain Dew, man. That Mountain Dew so has cool. claimed so many teeth. Like it, it's horrible. Mountain Dew has just yeah. destroyed the mouths of the whole Midwest, bar none. But I'm pretty sure good. you can you can power something with Mountain Dew, like a dude, light bulb or something. Dude, I for sure, dude. You know, you could probably pour that shit on anything oxidized and just clean that shit off, like rust. That's a good idea, man. Oh fuck yeah, bro. I dude, trust me, I know, dude. Yeah, Mountain Dew is for real. But I also, I'm not gonna lie, I really like the way it tastes. It fucking tastes awesome. You know, my, so my friend neighbor, he was pretty nifty when I was a kid and, um, you know, my mom's battery wouldn't start in the car. So he brings out a bottle of Coke and starts pouring it on the battery and takes it out the battery. Yep. And you would think that that would teach me a lesson. Like, oh my God, you know, but I actually wanted the Coke at the end. I was like, Hey man, do you have any leftover? That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) You know what the best part was is after he poured it, you just looked at him like, don't, don't pour it all. Okay. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, okay. you're not gonna use a whole bottle, are you? Because it's uh, actually pretty good. I want this to go into my system and destroy it further. So do not. <laughs> <laughs> so don't go too hard, okay? But yeah, I, I mean, mean, just get the battery started, and then <laughs> <laughs> I know, pump the brakes, okay? But in the end, that's what you know. That's that's a big difference. That was a childhood in the eighties, man. That was childhood in the eighties. Well, except for me, I had fucking water, but Tang, dude, Tang and Goonies, the staples <laughs> of, of, of the, of generation X Tang and Goonies, brother Tang and Goonies. And with that being said, I think, uh, I think we're going to start circling out of this little, this little Tang fest we've had yeah, here. I know, man. This is what happens when I have Benjamin to set the schedule, you know, it's just, I it know. goes to shit, bro. We start fucking talking about Tang country time, lemonade, it's it's fucking pandemonium. But we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um ah, fuck. We're gonna we gotta start, dude. You know, we gotta get ready for the, the segment. Uh we ah, we're supposed to do it this week, but we're gonna do it next week. Very promise. That? All the love letters we've been getting oh, like, like that's about right. relationship help. We've so got a whole bunch of them here. We have like 15 or 20. So we're gonna kind of go through them and then we're gonna read out and just kind of give you our advice for what to do with your relationships. So you know, they, they've, they've been some doozies. So we'll, we're going to be doing this probably next, uh, for sure. Next show, we're going to break that down in the, in the, in the, got in the, uh, segment at the end at the cheating wives, 
and supporting the girlfriends. Yeah. Oh, big time. Oh, dude. At least at least three insubordinate girlfriends. Yeah. We have uh, you know dudes who were thinking about other men while they're with their wives. I mean, guys, we had some serious fucking problems that we've yeah. received here. So we'll be giving the advice out pretty soon. So if you wrote us a letter, please, 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 just wait. We will be getting to your problems shortly. So. With that being said, uh, you know, uh, we miss our esteemed colleague. So hopefully we'll get him back uh, relatively soon. But, uh, you know, uh, other than that, I think it's a good night. Just uh, pray for Oh, yeah. Pray for everyone in Louisiana. Hope you guys get your power back on. Um, And And listen to us as soon as you do. Yeah. Listen to us and subscribe the whole state of Louisiana. We would appreciate that. Um, with that being said, you guys have a good night and, uh, please check us out on our, uh, Instagram interweb stuff and Instagram and which I think our producer will be dropping after the end of the show. So you guys have a good night. And thanks again.